live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Days until the election, 7 million Americans have already voted, and we have some brand new NBC poll numbers to share with you that indicate interest in in this election is at an all-time high. Look at this. We record 70% of voters saying that interest in this election is a 9 or 10. That is higher than 18, higher than 14, higher than 10. And what's significant about 2018? That was the highest midterm turnout in 100 years. This indicates we're going to be even higher than that. Overall, the battle for congressional control, it's a dead even 47-46. But if you go under the hood of our poll, this brand new poll, you will see that among likely voters, Republicans have an advantage. And among the final group of persuadable voters, Republicans have the advantage. That is why it feels as if the wind has shifted a little bit here. We asked them, what message would you send with your vote to Congress? Democrats, the number one message clearly is protect women's rights. Uh, It goes along with all of those abortion rights ads we've been seeing among Democratic candidates. When you ask Republicans what message would they send, it's a bit mixed, quite a few of them. One that does stand out, though, is fix the economy, reduce the cost of living uh, on that front. Now, presidential job approval is one of those numbers that seems to be indicative of which way the wind is blowing. So President Biden sits at 45 percent. Where does that stand contextually? It's two points lower than Barack Obama in 2010. It's two points lower than Donald Trump in 2018. Both were wave elections against the party in the White House. Digging deeper here, we've got some all-time midterm highs that should serve as red flags for the Democrats. The wrong track, 71% all-time midterm high since we've been polling. How about presidential disapproval on the economy sitting at 57%? Again, we hadn't recorded that. Uh, ever that high in our poll. And the third one, the direction of the economy. In the next year, is it going to get better or worse? 50% say it's going to get worse. Again, an all-time high in midterm polling. Going further here, this interest in the election, we told you, it's high on both sides. This 69% number for Democrats is astonishing. It's 78% among Republicans. That is an extra astonishing number, if you will. And the big gap here, African-American interest among Democrats. This is why you're going to see a lot of Barack Obama in the next two weeks. If the Democrats don't get interest in the election up among African-Americans, they're going to have some problems, particularly in some of those key Senate races. There is one lone bright spot here for Democrats. Biden is seen as a bit more, his agenda a bit more agreeable than Trump's, though everybody is negative here. Do you agree with Joe Biden most of the time? 45% mirrors his job rating. (laughs) 50% disagree with his agenda most of the time. How about Donald Trump? 36% agree. 56% disagree most of the time. If you want to call that a bright spot, there is one there for the Democrats. Here's another one here. Most important issue facing this country. Number one, 
for the second poll out of three, threats to democracy. Number two and three are both economic-related, jobs in the economy and cost of living. But this issue of threats to democracy rose to number one this summer after the start of the January 6th hearings. All right, I've had enough of these uh, low-level TV show hosts and pundits on MSNBC. Why did I show you that? Jeremy, why are you showing us that this morning? Well, I'm showing you that this morning merely to point out that NBC, MSNBC, CNN, all of them are starting to jump on the same bandwagon. Now, you can see they do anything they possibly can, including, up, uh, including putting up fake polls. But they do anything they possibly can to say, it, but, but it's not all bad for Democrats. Because, see, nobody likes Donald Trump either. Yeah, nobody that you're polling. But those same people that don't like Donald Trump are the same people that are telling you that uh, the Democrats are screwed in 15 days. So you see, they're trying to do, they're trying to use the mainstream media any way they possibly can to give the Democrats or an independent any sliver of hope. Any sliver of hope. Texas Lisa said, there's a reason I don't watch this channel. I would assume you're talking about MSNBC. Well, it's my job to watch it for you guys, or at least the, the short versions of it for you guys, to let you know what the rest of the world is actually thinking. And as much as they want to make you believe that they don't know the same thing that you and I know, they absolutely do. They absolutely do. Or they would put up zero bad news about Democrat candidates. But pretty much everything that MSNBC just reported for you spelled doom and gloom for the Democrats. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I am so happy to be back in this chair here on this Monday morning. Um, as you know, we buried uh, my wife's sister this weekend, so it was a pretty somber weekend. But, you know, like, like I'll explain in my newsletter, there's good and bad things in everything. But remember uh, Romans 8, 28, and God works together to make, you know, to make all things good. So even in the bad times, there's good things going on. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire. And it is an honor to do this job for you. Somebody said, those channels put me in a bad mood, said Suzanne. That is exactly why mainstream media is dying. We don't, we don't set out to put you in a good mood. But we look at the world the way most people look at the world. And the mainstream media wants you to look at the world through a very, very dirty, filtered lens. They don't want you to see the goodness in the world. You know, I said something at the funeral the other day. I said... You know, the world likes to point out all the bad, and they, could, and, they, and they put a megaphone and a spotlight on all the bad. But if they just spent one day showing all the good, then you would see that there is still so much good in this world. We are not even close to the Messiah coming back, ladies and gentlemen. Not even close. You want to know how I know that? Because I know that there are millions of people that have still not heard the gospel. And Jesus said, when the gospel is spread to all corners of the world, will we then... Will we then see Jesus' return, ladies and gentlemen? And we're going to talk about that right after this morning's newsletter. But you're right. We have 15 days to slow the spread of stupidity. And what will we do in these 15 days? I will do everything that I possibly can in the next 15 days to not only bring the truth to you guys about what's going on in the world, but also educate and bring facts and information to everybody that we can in the United States of America in these next 15 days. So if you want to know what we will be focusing on for the next two weeks, it will be to slow the spread of stupidity. 
Now, LFA TV, are you ready for this? We'll be doing our very first election coverage night on November 8th. And the weird thing about it is, is I will actually be on that ballot here in New Hampshire too. So while I am looking to see how my race ends up, I will be reporting for you right here. And so will Mike Crispy. And so will the loud guys if they're available. And we'll be doing election coverage for you on November 8th. Okay? Rav, Jeremy, Gateway Pundit is where we get our news. All good places to get your news. All good places. Hey, Lori donated... Or, um, Shout me out. It's my birthday today. 42 years old. My name is Lori. And she donated $20 to the Slurp Fund. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lori. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Lori. God bless you. 42 years old. You're still younger than me. Of course, I just turned 43. (laughs) But happy birthday. So I cannot wait for you guys uh, to be, I won't be able to watch election coverage. I'll be working as an election judge that night. Well, that's okay too. That's okay too. However, the election coverage is going to go on past uh, voting. Obviously, we got to wait for the tallies to come in. Uh, So just make sure that uh, you're locked and loaded right here on November 8th as we will be doing election coverage. Don't worry, Lulu Red. We'll be doing election coverage long after your poll watching. When the polls close is when you start really watching the election coverage. Um, so just know that that's going to happen. And we just came off of our best week ever here on Rumble, folks. Our best week ever since starting LFA TV. And that's because you guys rumbled all of the other shows. You have 2,600 people here. We usually end up with about 2,000 rumbles. There's no reason why each show can't end up with 2,000 rumbles. Because we found that uh, doing the numbers this week that a lot of people rumbled the short clips without even watching them. We had more rumbles on short clips than we did views. And that's okay. Because do you guys not know what Rumble really is? Rumble is not a site created to battle out the top content providers. Rumble is to battle out the audience of those content providers. Rumble, unlike YouTube, does not really put a focus on the content creators like myself. They put a focus on you. That's why it's incumbent on the audiences to rumble and to beat other shows. So it's not what we do here at LFA that beats those other shows and keeps us in the top 50 on Rumble on the Rumble board. It's you guys. It's a rumble of the audiences. So make sure you guys rumble, rumble, rumble. And if you can't like or rumble or share whatever it is that you want to do or comment in the thread, it's because you don't have a profile and you need to create a profile. So sign up, sign in, and engage. We definitely need you in these next 15 days to slow the spread of stupidity in this country, okay? Before we get to the Lord, I would like to thank the following people. Carol Nolan, God bless you for donating on JeremyHarrell.com for your month. These are all monthly donors, by the way. Kent and Alta Barnett, God bless you. Regina Davis, Michelle Smith, Sherry Van Manen, thank you very much. Patrick Merrick, God bless you, sir. Kyle Madison, I appreciate you. Brad Bartlett, God bless you. Keith Toberg, thank you. Frederick Gifford, God bless you. Rita uh, Mahiniak, Diana Post, Sonia Leal, Beverly Rolfs, Suzanne Lo- uh, Losey, and Mary Vermodi. God bless you and thank you guys for going to JeremyHarrell.com and signing up to be a monthly donor. It truly does help and it helps big time. 
Let's go to the Lord, guys, because I have a wonderful, wonderful verse followed by a video to show you. A little different today. A little different today, but here we go. Nonetheless, I titled this morning's verse of the day. You need protection when spreading the gospel. You need protection when spreading the gospel. What does that mean? Well, let's get to it. Here we go. Psalm 9111. For all those who follow along in their Bibles, Psalm 9111 says, He will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. Now, we just talked about spreading the gospel to all corners of the world. How are you to spread the gospel in a country or in a place where they outlaw Christianity? How are you supposed to do that without dying? Who knows? We're not supposed to know how to do it. We're just to do it and rely on faith and, and our faith in God to protect us. Amen? When spreading the word of God and the teachings of Jesus Christ, you are making yourself public enemy number one. It is more dangerous to spread the gospel even in your own communities than it is to wear a MAGA hat in an, in an Antifa crowd. Think about that. It's more dangerous for you to spread the gospel in a safe environment than it is to wear a MAGA hat in an Antifa crowd. Jesus said that the world will hate you for spreading the gospel, but not to worry because it, the world hated him first. We should look at it as an honor to go against the grain. How many of you have seen the show The Chosen? Raise your hand. If you've seen The Chosen on Getter or on Rumble, let me know. Because the beginning introduction to that show uh, has some great music, but has a school of fish swimming all one way. And they are all one color. And then you see a different colored fish, a lone fish, swimming against the current, and he's a completely different color. And that is to symbolize the life of a Christian. If you are doing everything that everyone else is doing around you in your communities, well, ladies and gentlemen, most likely you're doing the wrong thing. Think about that. It takes guts to spread the gospel. It takes putting on the full armor of God every day in order to withstand the backlash. But there is no greater feeling of accomplishment than that. When you spread the seeds of the words of Jesus Christ, you know, you know that he will water them and you know that you help save another soul. Nothing in this world is more important than you saving a soul. Nothing. Okay? Every time, ladies and gentlemen, every time that we send money from the Slurp Fund to somebody, I put in the memo of the check. A gift from God. Anybody who's been a recipient of the Slurp Fund knows that in the memo section, I put a gift from God. Why do I do that? Well, it's a form of spreading the gospel because it forces the bank teller who takes the check to look at it. And it takes and, it, and that bank teller sees that it's a gift from God. That's a form of spreading the gospel. Think about that. Also, that check is scanned into a system where it will f live forever and will be seen by a lot of people who end up working at that bank, especially if there's an audit done. I take as many opportunities as I can to spread the gospel. But know in doing so that you put a bullseye on your back that is so large that it is impossible to miss. Thank God that he provides us with protection. A shield, a helmet, a sword, a breastplate, special battle shoes, and even a belt. If God be for us, ladies and gentlemen, then who could ever be against us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How do you like that? How do you like that? Now we're going to say the Lord's Prayer, and then I'm going to show you a video to follow up with that verse. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an absolute honor to talk about worship with you and spread the word of God alongside this LFA family. Now, I want to go to this video. How many MMA fans do we have out there? How many UFC fans do we have out there? Let me know in the comment section because when I go back and read these, I want to see who's a true UFC fan. This weekend, there was a UFC event in Abu Dhabi. Now, it is absolutely illegal to preach the gospel and the words and the teachings of Jesus Christ in Abu Dhabi. If you know anything about the region, it's also the region where the, uh, the house of Abraham is, where they're not allowed to have a cross and they're not allowed to preach the words of Jesus Christ. It's all for show. But I want to give you a insight into a man, a man by the name of Beria, uh, uh, excuse me, Baronel Danouche. Bariel Danouche, is that how you pronounce his name or is it Baronel? I think it's Bariel. Baronel. Baronel Danouche is his name. Anyway, long story short, folks, he is known for preaching the words of Jesus in that octagon. When he wins, he gives all glory to Christ every single time. I want you to see what Bariel Danouche said in Abu Dhabi when he won, and he's in sitting in front of a crowd of thousands of Muslims, all wearing headdresses and scarves, all of that the robes of a Muslim, and he's preaching the gospel in the middle of the octagon. Now, this is a man who went against Elon Musk uh, for transhumanism, called out Marxism, and is now calling the words of Jesus Christ in a place where it's illegal to preach the gospel. If this does not take the armor of God, I don't know what does. Let's go to this video now, if we can, side by side. Here we go. Most important thing you'll ever hear, there is true freedom. A freedom that no one can take from you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Don't ever forget that. If you remember one thing I say, remember that. This might be the most important thing you'll ever hear. There is true freedom. A freedom that no one can take from you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Don't ever forget that. If you remember one thing I say, remember that. If you remember one thing I say, he said, remember that. Preaching the gospel in the middle of Abu Dhabi where it is illegal to share the teachings of Jesus Christ. What a wonderful man. What a wonderful time we're living in, folks. Truly is a wonderful time. Whew. Wow. Are you guys ready to start the show? Are you guys ready for a Monday morning LFA? Well, if so, then grab your field of greens, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have our boost. Normally, we have our first slurp of coffee. Today, we're having our first slurp of Field of Greens. And if you have yet to order your Field of Greens, go there today, fieldofgreens.com. Join all of us. There's thousands of us in the LFA family who have taken the challenge. We feel better. We're healthier. We're smiling. We're positive. We're focused. We're lighter. We're not heavier. Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have our first slurp. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I need some shares and I need some rumbles because here we go. Last week, I ended the week talking about where are the numbers from the border? Where are the new border numbers from September? They're holding them too long. 
We have two weeks to, uh, to slow the spread of stupidity. Two weeks to slow the spread of stupidity. Where are the border numbers? Well, we got them over the weekend. Thousands of us, including myself, officially complained to CBP that we wanted these numbers. And we got them. Biden border crisis, ladies and gentlemen. The invasion of our southern border reports that 227,000 illegal alien encounters came in the, in the month of September of 2022. Let me just rephrase that. 227,000. That is a quarter of a million people. A quarter of a million people. Eli, you hear me? Eli, I want you to Google how many people live in the city of Boston. I think it's like five or 600,000 people live in the city of Boston. If that's the case, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm right on that, then a third or a, ha- or a half to a third, third to a half, I should say, that's the better way to say it, of the people who live in the city of Boston came over that border in the month of September alone, and that's all that we know of. Because Ben Berkwam tells us that that's probably 30%, ladies and gentlemen, of the actual number that came across, 227,000. To date, ladies and gentlemen, more illegal aliens have come across that border in a fiscal year than any other year known to man. Than any other year we've ever had. The number of illegal encounters at the southern border rose to 227,547 in the month of September. This brings the number of border encounters to more than 2.3 million for the fiscal year of 2022. There were 20 known or suspected terrorists arrested at the border in September. 20 known or suspected that were arrested. Imagine how many were not. Total number of terror watch lists arrests at the southern border for the fiscal year of 2022 is 98. 100 terrorists in this fiscal year. Terrorists, not people that could be, people that are. People that are straight here to blow stuff up and kill Americans. 100. How many people did it take to take down the towers? Whether you believe it was government-funded or influenced or not, there were still physical people that do it, did it. How many people took over the towers? What, like 20, 30? Took over the planes and took over the towers on 9-11? Or the story that we're told? Regardless. This is 100 that we know of. Single adults, mostly males, are the most common illegal immigrants. Ill- illegal aliens, let's call them the aliens. Crossing the border now. There's been a drop-off of the number of families crossing, as well as Venezuelans. The lower number of Venezuelans is credited to the Biden administration's new policy agreement with Mexico, a form of Trump's Remain in Mexico agreement. Venezuelans are expelled to Mexico to wait until they receive permission to enter the U.S. or are sent to another country because Venezuela will not take them back. And if Venezuela will not take them back, what in the H-E double hockey sticks do you think we should take them for? Why do you think we should take them? The number of deaths of illegal aliens for fiscal year 2022 is 856, another record number. Joe Biden is setting record numbers, ladies and gentlemen, record high gas prices, record high inflation, right? Record low jobs, real jobs. 
Record high number of people coming across the border illegally. Oh, he's setting records all right, ladies and gentlemen. Just not the same records that the garbage pail kid of the White House, Mean Jean Kareen Pierre, will tell you about. Folks, there are... Let me see if I have this video. I want to... You know what? We're going to go off... We're going to go off... Uh, off path here for a minute. We're going to go off the beaten path here. I was going to say off script, but there's never a script. Let me see if I got this here. I have that. I don't think I, I don't think I screenshot it. All right. There's a video that I saw this weekend that blew my mind. And this guy literally said, I want you to think of these states. He, he took Wyoming. He took Alaska. He took North Dakota or South Dakota, Vermont, and a couple others. He took five states, whatever it was. And he said, there are more people that came across this southern border in this fiscal year that live in these states. That means he said that five states, the population of five United States in these United States of America, five states. There's not even the number of people in those five states that have come across that border. And you don't call this an invasion? What do you call it then? What do you call it? So we got the numbers, and those are the numbers. So why am I opening up the show with this? Why am I asking you to share? Why am I saying we need 5,000 people in Rumble right now watching? Because we have 15 days to slow the spread, and you need to know the truth. Who did not put these numbers up? Well, MSNBC did not put these numbers up over the weekend. I checked. CNN did not put these numbers up over the weekend. Fox did, like twice. ABC and CBS didn't put these numbers up over the weekend. Why? Because they waited as long as they possibly could to get the numbers out, and now they're waiting as possibly as long as they can to tell the American people. Oh, we've got some more detrimental numbers, folks. We've got some more detrimental record numbers under the Biden administration. How about let's go from the border. Let's travel up to New York City since this is live from America. Folks, These two stories are directly combined. These two stories are directly related. They have a relationship. And I'm I'm about to tell you what it is right now. The New York City Police Department is on pace to see a record number of cops quit the force. As 4,000 cops have put in their resignation and are quitting by the year's end. Another story that you're not going to hear on mainstream media. Why are they quitting? Well, there's a number of reasons. Number one, because look who their mayor is. Mayor 8th grade Adams. Where you get that hanging earring from? Where you get that earring from? Come on, man. Where wants to know where you get that earring from? Look, I don't care where you come from. I don't care if your name is Benny Thompson or Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams. If you cannot drop the illiterate, ridiculously stupid speech impediment that you have, It's not racist to call it out. You are an elected official. Learn how to speak English. Where you get that hanging earring from. It ain't racist to say that. Okay? You're an elected official. Learn how to speak regular English or get out of the seat. You don't even have the intelligence to run a president of a school club, let alone a city like New York City. Where you get that hanging earring from. I wouldn't even entertain a conversation with somebody who has that bad of a problem just saying normal sentences. Period. It's not racist. You're stupid. Does that say, are you, am I racist because you're an idiot? Where you get that hanging earring from? Remember the movie Airplane? When the two black guys were speaking jive and nobody knew what they were talking about and that lady said, I speak jive. Remember that? It reminds me of that. 
It's not racist to say that. You're an idiot. That's why I call you 8th grade Adams. You're a straight idiot. Where you get that hanging earring from? Maybe somebody needs hooked on phonics. Sounds like he's hooked on a bonics. There's a reason these people are leaving. One, they're mayor. Two, COVID mandates. COVID mandates. And three, they're not, gonna, they're not going to enforce the law when you're going to pick and choose what law to enforce. They're not going to do it. Some people still have integrity. They're not the FBI for crying out loud. Where you get that hanging earring from? The NYPD is on a pace to see more than 4,000 cops resign by the end of this year or retire, take early retirement. The most since post 9-11 exodus. And how do we know this? Pension numbers. Pension fund figures reveal that 3,054 officers have filed to leave the department so far this year. 42% more than the uh, 2,155 who exited the same time last year through September 30th. And the reason again, the reason again, the two reasons. Mayor de Blasio, remember, mm, you mean there's a burger and an aspect, mm, fries aspect of this? Mm, I can get a free burger if you shoot me with experimental bacteria. I swear these people are just stuck on stupid eighth grade education morons. If this pace continues the way it is right now, in the fourth quarter, the NYPD stands to lose approximately 4,072 cops this year in a time where they scream defund the police and have and let everybody out on bail with no money. And you don't think that New York City is going to crumble, folks? This is why we have to. We have to elect Lee Zeldin governor of New York. We've got to. We have got to. Or else the people of New York are absolutely screwed. Earlier today on, on uh, Antonio uh, Sabato Jr., I almost called him Antonio Banderas. Ah, come in, man. Come in and watch my show, huh? Hey, this is my show, eh? Um, Antonio Sabato Jr., he had Bernie Carrick on his show this morning. Now, if you guys know who Bernie Carrick is, Bernie Carrick is an absolute legend, by the way. He doesn't say where you get that earring from, okay? Bernie Carrick was involved in cleaning up the streets with Rudy Giuliani. And he said that in 1993, there were more murders in one year, more homicides in New York City than there are today of Chicago, Los Angeles, and what another city combined. That's how bad it got. You think it's going to get that bad again? Oh, I do. Especially when you've got hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens living in your city. Now, here's the thing about the illegal aliens. We don't vet them, so we don't know if they assimilate. We don't know if they're terrorists. We don't know if they believe the same culture that we do. We don't know if they're holding our values true. We don't know if they care about our values. We don't know if they know if they think it's okay to cut a woman's head off if she cheats on you. We don't know if it's okay for them to kill somebody just by looking at you wrong. We don't know if they don't think it's okay to rape somebody or not rape somebody. You know why we don't know? Because we didn't vet these people. That's why we don't know. And you don't think crime is about to get a lot worse? It is. It is, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not happy to tell you that. I'm telling you that so you can share this video out right now and stop farting around. I know there's a good percentage of people that are watching this. I'm not going to like or share. Well, then you're just helping contribute to this stuff. We are all here together. You know how hard it is to, 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 to do two shows a day? It's like, it's like running overtime constantly. I hate having to find out so much bad stuff in the United States of America and bring it to the American people on how we can thwart it off or how we can stop it. I'm exhausted. At the end of every day, I feel like I want to die when I walk out of this place. 
The least we could do is share these videos. I may not know if you do or not, but God does. So (laughs) we got to protect ourselves, ladies and gentlemen, and that's one of the reasons, that's how we do it. That's one of the ways we do it. Another way we do it, ladies and gentlemen, is by protecting our homes. Why do you think I brought Home Title Lock on? You think Home Title Lock reached out to Jeremy Harrell and said, hey, we know who you are. Would you like to sponsor us or would you like us to sponsor you? No. I did this because I knew this was happening to so many people. So we reached out to them. And lo and behold, it's happened to more people than you think. So many people right here in the LFA family have had their houses stolen out from under them. uh, Producer Frankie for Mike Crispy on Unafraid coming up next. His dad actually had it and, and it got flagged and it saved his home. And the more money you have in your house, the better it is for them. The sweeter the honeypot. So go to HomeTitleLock.com today because guess what happens when you call them, folks, or set up a meeting with them? They give you a $100 free scan, no strings attached. They don't beg you to become a member. They show you what you could be losing if you don't. So go to HomeTitleLock.com and the link with the promo code is in the description of this video. Now let's move on because we've got some big, huge news since we're talking about New York. We've got some good news coming out of New York. Are you ready for this? Over the weekend, a New York judge ruled that continued absentee mail-in voting based on COVID-19 is 100% unconstitutional. That's good news. Can I get a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen? Look, everybody will say, well, that's not going to stop them from doing this. That's not going to stop them from doing that. But it's one more step in the right direction of slowing the spread of stupidity. There we go. That brings some smile to my face, huh? Let's click that again. I want to hear some good music. Here we go. And what do we want to do with those ballots? And what do we need to do at the border? Build a wall. There we go. Woo! Come on. Build a wall. All right. A judge in New York ruled that continued use of COVID as the excuse for using absentee ballots in the elections is not constitutional. Now, the New York Post, thank you for them for reporting on this. Allowing New Yorkers to vote by mail due to fear of COVID-19 is unconstitutional. No more. You got to have a better reason than that. A state judge said Friday in a ruling that Republican and conservative party leaders hailed as a victory for fair elections. The 28-page ruling by Saratoga County Supreme Court Justice Diane Freestone. What a name. F-R-E-E Stone ordered local boards of elections to stop counting the absentee mail ba- mail-in ballots that they've already received. Woo-hoo-hoo! All right, you know what? Before we continue to read the rest of the story, we're going to go ahead and we're going to give it to where it's due. Let's give the Smarty Award to this judge right now, Diana Freestone. Let's go. The Smarty Award of the day goes to New York State Supreme Court Justice Diana Freeman, ladies and gentlemen, right there in that Smarty bucket. How do you like that? Diana Freeman, God bless you for uh, actually having a brain and uh, telling all of these uh, local boards of elections, hey, stop counting. No more counting. One ballot, two ballots, no ballots, at least not the ones that (laughs) are there because of COVID. And by the way, stop early voting. Everybody, stop early voting. Early voting, I don't care what any conservative tells you is the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Dumbest thing. It lets them know exactly how many votes they need to overcome. You want to win? Overwhelm them at the polls. Overwhelm at the polls. Make them break the law. 
Make them openly and publicly break the law by not count calling the election. It's not going to happen again. Stop early voting. Now, unless you absolutely need to, I get it. But guess what? You don't ever absolutely need to unless you can't literally walk. There's no reason to early vote. I don't care what the reasoning is. No reason. I don't care if you say you're working the polls that day. Then stop and go vote and then start again. That's how you win the election. Stop early voting. Again, unless you absolutely have to, and I don't know your reasoning. But for, the, for a general rule of thumb, stop it. Just stop it. Let's continue reading the rest of the story. The 28-page ruling ordered local election boards to stop counting absentee ballots they've already received and to preserve them until after Election Day on November 8th or after the resolution of the lawsuit filed by the Republicans in the state. The ruling does not invalidate the ballots that have already been mailed. It just says stop counting them right now. Stop counting them. Population of Boston, 687,000. Okay, thank you very much. So we take that 690,000. And that's pretty much exactly what probably came across the border because they said 227,000 times three, two, four, six. Yeah, it's about exactly what the city of Boston would be. Now, I know there's a lot of conservatives out there like John Fredericks. You know what? John Fredericks used to be a decent guy, used to know what he was talking about. That man has been so wrong in the last two years, I can't even watch it anymore. He's out there championing early voting. Shut up. Shut up. That's the same thing Ronna McDaniel is saying. You want to you side with Ronna McDaniel? Is that what you want to do? Because she is preaching early voting. Kayla says, we can't do that. We can't leave. Well, there you go. There's a good reason right there to vote early. That's one of the only reasons. But not everybody's a poll watcher. General rule of thumb, vote on day of voting. Uh, that's pretty much it, folks. That's pretty much it in that story right there. That's pretty much it. That's a good win. That's a big win for the state of New York. It's a big win for everybody. It's a big win for everybody. All because of COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID. I know Bannon always has him on. I know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, the guy used to be, he, he used to be in the know. But you want to know something about Fredericks? As much as he says he's a, he's a MAGA guy, he's old school Republican. That's why he backed Oz. That's why he backed David Perdue. That's why he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about ever. He's near me today. He's up here to see Don Boldick, and he's up here to see other people and help him win. Good for him. Good for him that he's stumping for people. But the guy's lost lately. He's just lost when it comes to uh, uh, helping people figure out the pulse of America. What else? Whatever. What can I say? Anyway, speaking of COVID, folks. Uh, remember Andrew Huff, the former uh, vice president for EcoHealth? I told you about him last week. He was coming out with whistleblowing and talking all about COVID-19 and all about the, uh, the government's, uh, uh, you know, involvement in it, in, in not only creating it, but also creating the vaccine and this, that, and the other. Well, he is now saying 100%. And by the way, he was the VP of EcoHealth, folks, Andrew Huff. He says the U.S. government is 100% doing their best every day to cover up the origins of COVID-19 because Tony Fauci and the U.S. government were funding the Wuhan Labs gain-of-function research, and it is absolutely because of them that it was released. It was absolutely because of them that it was created, and, it was, and it's absolutely because of them that we don't hear it and know about it. Again, that is Andrew Huff, who used to be the vice president of EcoHealth. Why do you think you were getting 
banned every time you said it was from Wuhan? Why would you get banned for saying that the, that the disease came from Wuhan when that's where all the evidence point to, points to? It's not racist to say it. You never got banned because they said, oh, you're, you're promoting racist stuff. They just said you promoted misinformation. Well, how is that misinformation if you can't prove otherwise? If you can't prove to me where it did come from, then how in the hell are you sitting here telling me that I can't say where it came from based on the evidence that I have? Of course they're trying to cover it up. They're trying to shield themselves from any kind of wrongdoing. And everybody in the world knows that the United States government created COVID-19. They unleashed it on the world to stop Donald Trump from winning the presidency. And it was the perfect way to start the Great Reset. And you have to be an absolute simpleton to, uh, to think otherwise. You have to be an absolute simpleton to think otherwise. So big shout out to Andrew Huff. I hope he continues to spread the word of what's really going on. Now, another big win for us. Another judge sides with, well, basically you and I, really. As a judge has ordered Tony the Ratface Fauci and Captain Corn Pop himself, the sniffer and thief, Joseph Robinette Biden, and other officials to be deposed in the social media collusion case. Plaintiffs assert that they should not be required to simply accept Tony Fauci's self-serving blanket denials that were issued from someone other than himself at face value. The court agrees. A federal judge on Friday ordered Tony Fauci and a host of other Biden administration figures to sit for depositions in a lawsuit over the government's alleged collusion with media and social media to suppress viewpoints opposed to the government's narrative. That's exactly what we were just talking about. That's exactly what we were just talking about. That's misinformation. You can't spread it. Says who? Because you're not giving me the alternative, uh, the alt facts. You're not giving me the, the facts that support what I'm saying is not true. So how can you label it not true? Led by Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt, who has just been, you know, has won his primary to be a senator in that state. And Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry, we've talked about this many times, have brought that lawsuit uh, to the federal courts. And the federal judge says, you know what, you're right. And that was U.S. District Judge Terry Dowdy. He asserted that Fauci's prior public comments in relation to national pandemic policy made him a relevant figure in the case and ordered his deposition. Do you know what that means? That means that Tony Master Splinter Ratface Fauci himself, that little ankle-biting scumbag loser. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. He said that now Tony Fauci has to sit for deposition, which means that that little scumbag has got to sit under oath, under oath, and risk perjury even further than he already has in front of Congress, but this time in a courtroom with a judge. Oh, ho, 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 ho. am I excited for that? I'm so excited for that. So why don't we just go ahead right now and give Tony the rat face Fauci, that little scumbag, the dumb, dumb award of the day for thinking that he can continue to lie and get out of this when it's never going to happen. We got your name. We got your butt. We got your number. You're screwed. You're a dumb, dumb. Come on, man. <laughs> We did it. We did it, Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, dumb, dumb, award of the day. Boom, right there in that dumb, dumb dish. Because that's who deserves it. 
Dumb, dumb Tony Fauci. Anyway, I, I love the fact that he's got to sit in front of a judge and he's got to sit in a courtroom and he's got to say under oath whether he did something or didn't do something because that's going to hurt him. That's going to help us as we move on, uh, move along after we take back the House and the Senate in 15 days. Now, I want to play a video for you real quick. How many of you know what a PCR test is and what it does? Raise your hand. Let us know in the comment section if we have any nurses or any doctors in the comment section uh, watching. If you know what a PCR test is and a PCR test does, I don't think most people know. Now, for a long time, we told you stop relying on the PCR tests. Stop relying on the PCR tests. They're fake. They do not test whether you are positive or negative. They lie. People were taking PCR tests and they were pouring milk on them. They were putting urine on them. They were putting water on them. They were putting Pepsi and Coca-Cola on them. They were all coming back positive for COVID-19. And that is why you weren't allowed to do PCR testing so many, in, in so many cases. Well, I should say certain PCR tests. So you got to ask yourself, what is a PCR test? Well, I got a little video for you here that explains exactly what a PCR test is, how incredibly useless they are, and how this government used them to make it look like it was a pandemic when it wasn't. Ladies and gentlemen, the great lie of PCR tests. So is a PCR test not a good barometer either? Yeah, that is a very good question. It's pretty obvious if you look objectively at the data that the CDC is totally manipulating this pandemic, and they did it from day one. One of the most egregious examples of this is the test that they, the very test they use to diagnose a case or someone who's infected with the virus. There's, the test was a PCR test, and it amplifies the amount of agent that you want to check for. Carrie Mullis was the inventor of PCR. He was not the inventor of the PCR test. There is no test for either AIDS or COVID. As Carrie Mullis said, it doesn't test for anything. It finds what you tell it to find. And he always said, that doesn't tell you whether you're infected with anything. It doesn't tell you whether you're likely to get sick from anything. It doesn't tell you anything. And the overwhelming data about PCR tests and COVID shows that there is a shoddy, at best, correlation between positive PCR tests and disease outcome. So why did they use PCR for COVID? I mean, how can people actually tell if they are contagious in the cycle of having COVID? How do you measure that if not with either a yeah. PCR test or an antigen test? And I think that's the, the understandable confusion that people have about testing. Testing saying whether you're infected or negative. So is a well, PCR go, test and gentlemen. All not right, a... All right, let's kill it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. It's everything you need to know right there. A PCR test doesn't let you know whether you are sick or infected with something. A PCR test goes and finds what you tell it to find. And how many PCR tests in the year 2020... Leading into the year 2021 came from none other than China. China, ladies and gentlemen, China. How many PCR tests came from China? There you go. There you go, folks. Unbelievable. These, these tests were never good to begin with. They were never, ever, ever, ever good to begin with. They were never meant to use it for this kind of stuff, and they used them. They used them to pull one over on you. They used it to, 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 to let you think that there was a real pandemic other than something that was called the flu and muck up everything and make the whole world believe something that was not 
true. Well, you know how you can stop the spread of sickness in your house, folks, or at least reduce it a lot? EnviroCleanse. And by the way, Debbie Peppy got her EnviroCleanse unit. She got it set up. She's going to let us know after the first full week of use how this EnviroCleanse has worked. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the best air purifier in the world. It is used on our, uh, on our Navy sh- uh, submarines. It is used in 100,000 classrooms, both public and private schools, all across the United States of America. And they were put in to stop the sl- spread of flu, sickness, cold, and all that stuff. But it also takes away the odor of your house or the area, the 1,000 square foot that it works in. It also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, reduces the amount of dust and dirt, particles floating around. It will change your life, and you can even make payments on it without buying the whole thing. Go to EnviroCleanse, with a K, dot com. Use the promo code LFA. Description is in, uh, the link is in the description. And check out EnviroCleanse today. People all over the LFA family are using it, and they're saying great things about it. It is truly amazing. Truly amazing. All right, we've got to move on. A couple big stories coming out of California. We've got to move from one side of the uh, the coast to the other. Uh, California, ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, the state of California likes likes to describe itself as the shining light on the hill of clean environment, right? Green new technology, green new deal, shifting from fossil fuels and coal to electric. Clean environment, says California, even though it's got one of the worst environments in the country when it comes to, uh, you know, emissions. So the state of California is like, yes, yes, we've got to cut all these emissions. We've got to do everything. We've got to ruin people's lives to cut emissions. We've got to tax the heck out of people, ruin their financial lives and their financial freedoms. All so we can pay for illegals and reduce the amount of emissions. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the wildfires currently that are going on in California just canceled out two decades of emissions reductions. How do you like that? One wildfire. Fires burned for more than four million acres emitting twice as much greenhouse gas than the state's total reductions over the last 18 years. So as much as they say that they're great and they are cleaning up the great, the great air that God gives them, they're doing nothing. They're absolutely doing nothing. One step forward and 18 years back. Dummies. Moron. Gavin Newsom. Gavin Gaslight Newsom. 18 years worth of emissions reductions down the drain for one big, massive, 4 million acre burned wildfire. How do you like that? How do you like that, California? Oh, well, climate change is causing that. We got to, we got to, if we, the more we put into uh, clean stuff, the less fires we'll get. Yeah, okay. Where's the data that shows that? Where's the data that shows that? How come there were wildfires and earthquakes and hurricanes before there were cars, dumbass. How come before there were cars and big trucks going, uh, uh, going down the road, and before there were factories, there were still earthquakes and there were still hurricanes and there were still wildfires? Thanks, it's, it's, it's DeMoss. <laughs> Thanks, it's Mr. DeMoss, actually. Anybody who believes that crap has got to be two, short, uh, two, two donuts short of a dozen. I'll tell you that. And anyway, ladies and gentlemen, something else that's been happening for decades in California. Welcome to California. Remember when oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor there? Gross. Gross. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the new uh, 
For decades, the new California has been trying to become the 51st state. Well, Jay, ladies and gentlemen, they're one step closer to doing that, and I hope it happens. I hope New California breaks off from California. It's too big of a state anyway. It'd be a red state. Let's get me some New California. The state of New California took another giant step towards statehood last week. Americans in the state of California have had enough of the corrupt anti-American actions that unconstitutional leaders of the state continue to take. These patriots are tired of policies that leadership in the state takes to help China and the cartels while destroying the state and the country they've had enough. These multiple unconstitutional anti-American actions taken by the far left and now communist act- action, uh, acting leaders of the states are too much. So the leadership of the new state of California has held numerous meetings over the past few years. They ultimately decided to use West Virginia model. We've talked about that many, many times. Well, last Friday, the participants working towards statehood for the new state held another meeting. This meeting was special. The new California State Senate and Assembly both approved the emergency ordinance for the reorganization of the state of the California of new California government. We, the people of the state of California, by their delegates assembled, do ordain as follows. The governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, and secretary of state for the state of California shall be appointed by this body to discharge the duties and exercise the powers which pertain to their respective offices by the existing laws of the state under the Constitution of 1849 and 50, as approved by the United States Congress at the time of statehood, and to continue in office for six months or until their successors be elected and qualified. The General Assembly is required to provide by law for an election of governor and lieutenant governor by the people as soon as their judgment such election can be properly held. Ladies and gentlemen, they're moving forward. They're moving forward with it. And using the West Virginia model, it's actually, it might be a thing. Now, it could get interesting, and as long as there's a Democrat-controlled government, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. Excuse me. But it could. We overturned Roe v. Wade in a world where we never thought that would happen. So let's keep an eye on this. I hope it happens. I hope it becomes the 51st state instead of Washington, D.C. I would be up for it. I would be up for it. But, you know, California, they love puberty blockers. They love, you know, emissions reductions. And they love turning girls into boys and all this stuff like that. And Joe Biden actually says that any state that does not do like California does, any state that blocks puberty blockers or bans puberty blockers for kids, that's un-American. And that's wrong. You should be able to block puberty blockers like California or ban puberty, or not be able to ban puberty blockers. You should be California says Joseph Robin to Biden. Listen to this. Let's go to this. Uh, we got this pulled up. Let's listen to what this loser says about this. What a moron. Turn your ass under pressure. Extremely privileged to live in a state that allows me access to the resources gross. I need. Dylan and that Mulvaney, decision gross. is just between me and my doctors. But many states have lawmakers that feel like they can involve themselves in this very personal process. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that. Oh, really? As a moral question and as a legal question. Really? I just think it's wrong. Well, really? You know, I think I was saying before we started that my son, my deceased son, used to be the attorney general of the state of Delaware. Yeah, who cares? He passed the most... He was part of the Biden crime family, too. I don't care if he's alive or dead. He's a scumbag and he's a loser. He's a scumbag and he's a loser. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, we're going to move on, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of Biden, Biden is inching us closer to World War III more than you, faster than you know he is. Perfect timing, right? 
Biden has U.S. troops right now stationed on the Ukraine and Romanian border in full combat deployment, preparing to invade and fight the Russian forces in Ukraine. Could that not be more perfect timing for the Democrats as we're coming up on this um, midterm election season? Biden has troops on the rush on the uh, Ukraine-Romanian border ready to go in and fight Russia. You think that's a smart idea? You think that's a smart idea? Russia, Iran, North Korea? Think that's a smart idea? China? You think that's a smart idea, Democrats? You're trying as best as you can to hold on to power and to create this great reset. And you think pushing World War III is going to do that? You think sending the world into utter darkness and chaos is going to help you retain power? It's only going to make you die like a dog. You start putting troops in, in Ukraine fighting Russian forces, it's over with. It's World War III. And you know what Russia says? Russia says that the United States, they're warning, they warned authorities yesterday that Ukraine and the United States plans to detonate a dirty nuclear bomb on its own territory and say that it was the Russians who did it in order to provoke World War III. That was put out by Disclosed TV. They said just in yesterday. Russia has reportedly informed multiple Western nations that Ukraine plans to detonate a dirty bomb, nuclear bomb, on its own territory. Ukraine denies the allegations. Russia often accuses others of what they plan to do themselves. Sound like the American government? Sound like the Democrats? Folks, they're doing it. They will do it. They will do it. And they're forcing Donald J. Trump to show up in front of the J6 committee um, and not be televised because they don't want the world to see it. Just go and plead the fifth, sir. Just go and plead the fifth and bounce. Folks, they're going to try to start World War III with Russia, China, Iran, North Korea. They're going to start it. And this is the perfect and prime opportunity for the world that hates America to take down America, don't you think? What an idiot. What an idiot. Anybody who voted for this left is. Donald Trump's going to start World War III. Russia, Russia, Russia. Here we go. Here we go. That is why more than ever, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, prepare, 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 and have what you need. Have generators. Have generators from 4patriots.com. Have food supply from 4patriots or even other places. I don't care. Don't go here. But I bring in you sponsors like this, like Patriot Power Generator. Because there's going to be a time where you go, oh, I wish I had and not need rather than I need and I don't have. So prepare today. Go to 4 There's two things you can do. If you want this big old generator right here and you want $500 off it, you got to go to 4 slash LFA. But if you want anything else on that website, food, uh, po- little tiny power, uh, solar power panels for your cell phone or whatever, then just use the promo code LFA. You get 10% off everything else. Go there today. You got to protect yourself, folks. It's going to happen. Okay. It's going to happen because these people think that they can stay in power by doing it. Now, I want to end the show, and I want to end the show on a good note like always. Even though they're going to do it, it doesn't mean that we have to give up. It doesn't mean that we have to give up hope. It doesn't mean that we have to give up fighting. It doesn't mean anything. All I'm doing is preparing you for the fight ahead because America still exists. The red, white, and blue behind me still exists. The patriot passion still exists, and I'd like to play this for you. As we go out, and as Unafraid, get ready to come on with Mike Crispy. This is the most powerful and the greatest thing that happened at the, at the, um, 
at the, at the rally in Texas, at the Trump rally in Texas last uh, Saturday. And that is this. Trump supporters at the rally broke out in singing the national anthem. Not scripted. They weren't told to do so. They just did it. And it was powerful. And it lets you know that we are the new greatest generation. This MAGA generation will save the world from World War III like the greatest generation saved the world from Adolf Hitler in World War II. Here we go. Check this out, folks. So, hold on. Like the January 6th committee of unselect, unselect political thugs. You know, you know, January is the unselects. I never got any credit. I think that was one of the great names, unselects. They're unselect. It's supposed to be, you know, there's a, the select committee of political, you know. By the way, how did Liz Cheney do in it? She lost by 40 points. And then the corrupt press, they say, Liz Cheney, we believe, has a great future in politics. She lost by 40 points. The single biggest margin a congressman or woman has ever lost by in history. And then they say, we feel she has a fine future in politics. I don't think so. But January, so all she does is January. She's like obsessed. So here and uh, Kinzinger crying, he cries every time he talks, he cries. These are the people we have. But remember this, January 6th, this committee, the two things they didn't talk about, two things, was that the people went down there and you could have had over a million people. Here it goes. And he just stops. I wish he would have taken off his hat, but he did stop and let him do it, and I love it. Sing it with us, folks, come on. something you would never see at a Biden rally because they don't even know the words. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, what an explosive show we've had here today. God bless you for joining in. Guess what comes up next? Mike Crispy and producer Frankie, unafraid. And folks, you're not going to want to miss today's show. I hear it's going to be fire. I hear it's going to be epic. I hear it's going to be historic. Make sure you cop, go right out of this video and right into Unafraid. Rumble and like their video. Rumble Louds. Rumble Antonios. We're just getting started. Let's have our best week again this week. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways. It's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. 
because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. Visit LFATV.us. Visit JeremyHarrell.com and download the LFA TV app today. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. Mike Crispy coming up next. Peace. Stop screaming that we first in America